The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Going to the NFL for today's touchdown or turnover. That is backed by Alcoa 10 Federal Credit Union, a place where you belong, better rates, and better service, atfcu.com. Ben McKee, Jason Swain. Looking at the NFL and the MVP race right now, according to um, some of the betting sites out there, Rodgers and Rodgers of Green Bay is the new favorite to win the MVP. Your daddy. The Bears' daddy. Um, I don't have a dad. Rodgers is a new favorite at plus 125, while Brady has dropped to second in their odds at plus 175. Indianapolis running back Jonathan Taylor, Kansas City quarterback Patrick Mahomes, and Raiders quarterback, excuse me, Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford are all tied for third at plus 1,000. Touchdown turnover. Jonathan Taylor, running back for the Colts, should be, should be at least at number two right now in the MVP race in the NFL. Touchdown turnover. Touchdown. Absolutely. He is one of the two most valuable players in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers would would win the MVP right now. If I had a vote, I would vote for him. Just off that throw last week. (laughs) Yeah. A couple days ago. Yes, but I mean, he's been terrific this year. 30 touchdowns to four interceptions, 3,500 yards. I mean, he's been tremendous. He's, I hate that he he can be such a prick sometimes because he is such a fun football player to watch and, and just has so much talent. So I, I do think Aaron Rodgers should be the MVP right now and probably will be the MVP. But Jonathan Taylor should be number two. I agree with you. I, I think he is just so important to the Colts. He's having a, a phenomenal season. And and I say touchdown. He he should be number two. He is he's just been amazing. Hopefully he, he gets his his credit and, and gets his flowers because he deserves it. The, the uh, NFL MVP race, man, is making me feel like the Heisman in college. I think it loses credibility in these things. To have Matthew Stafford seriously considered as a MVP is, I think, disrespectful. This is all about quarterbacks. That's what it's all about. This is proof. Matthew Stafford? Plus 1,000? No. What John Taylor has done this year has been remarkable. Simply remarkable. I mean, he is... He had 170 last week. Ran all over the Patriots. It would have been great to see Derrick Henry healthy because he was on MVP... Uh, pace 
And right now he's still like a top top five in rushing. He hasn't played since like week eight. It's, it's amazing the ground that uh, Derrick Henry had on everyone else before before getting hurt. But for me, it's it's touchdown, man. It's touchdown. It is touchdown. The Colts. I'm telling you, man. The Colts will be a scary team in the playoffs. They're playing hot at the right time. You do not want to play the Colts right now. Um, but yeah, Jonathan Taylor had 170 against the Patriots. Had a longer 67. Had 143 against the against the um, the Texans. Had 83 against the Bucks. 185 against Buffalo. 172 against the Jets. 145 against Houston again. I mean, he's at 17 touchdowns uh, rushing, two touchdowns receiving. I mean, he has to be at least number two. Aaron Rodgers, number one. Jonathan Taylor, number two. And then number three, eh, I'd probably go Tom Brady. I thought Tom Brady was the favorite uh, before this week, but they didn't score a, they didn't score a point. So that dropped him, I think, for me, number to number three. But the NFL MVP voting, man, is starting to remind me of the Heisman. Yes, it's all about the quarterbacks. If if Derrick Henry hasn't won an MVP by now, then no running back is going to. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, Derrick Henry should have at least one MVP, if not I'm more. You. I'm with you. But because he plays running back and not quarterback, he, I'm with he, you. he hasn't. And Jonathan Taylor – Falls under that category, unfortunately. Uh, a side question. Did Brett Favre win a Super Bowl? Yes. How many? One. Just one? So One. He, that, was, that, was, that was a year. Was it one or two? That was a year when Desmond Howard returned that um, kickoff or punt for a touchdown. I know he won. I know he won one. One, one. Lost one. Do you know the Roman nu- numeral for XXXI? Was that 31? Sure. I think, that's, I think that's 31. Super Bowl champion in 1997. It's not telling me which Super Bowl it was. Yeah, they. Um, he won one. Aaron Rodgers has, has, has just won one. Should've yes, been over my Steelers. But yeah, th- this is... This is where I'm going with it. Two of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Two Super Bowls to show for it. Should should the Packers receive criticism for not having more than two Super Bowls? Oh, for sure, man. Like, and, and I don't want to discredit two Super Bowls. And there are organizations that would would give their pinky toe for one Super Bowl right now. But it but it feels like Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers being two of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play. Like they should have more than two Super Bowls. Well, when you think about the course of what twenty, thirty years now. Yeah, when you think about some of the best quarterbacks ever, those guys have you know multiple multiple championships. So Aaron Rodgers only having one right now. People have pointed to the Packers organization and said, "Man, y'all have y'all have y'all have failed Aaron Rodgers," which is why he won out um, before the season. So yeah, I mean. Um, I would assume a guy like Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers would have more than just two between them, but it also shows how hard it is to win. Like, it's hard. Like, it's super, super hard to win a championship. But it's just crazy to me that Eli Manning has more than Brett Favre and more than Aaron Rodgers right now. But 
That's the way it falls sometimes. Uh, let me hit the text box up. T-Money says, I know Arizona's good, but what is their best win? They have a new coach, and have they had true role game? Got to hit some threes, and this one, well, it's, it's, it's hard to really knock Arizona's resume, and um, I think when you are playing a team and that, that is good, um, that is you know, ranked high or they've had some success before they've played you, I think the number one thing that you do as a fan is you try to go and kind of knock what they have done and try to poke holes in their resume leading up to your game. And, you know, I, did, I tried to do the same thing. But a 18-point win over Michigan and, you know, going on the road and beating Illinois, that's a very, very impressive win. So, yes, they have been on the road, and, yes, they've had quality wins. They've had more quality wins than we have have had so far this season. So, they are legit at this point of the season. Now, can they maintain? Will they be a team that is a legitimate player in, 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 a, in, in the NCAA tournament? They could be. They have, they have the makings to be. It's all about playing hot at the right time. Obviously, right now, they're, they're really good. They're undefeated. They're playing hot right now. But can they maintain that? I don't know. But we're playing them tomorrow. And this team right now is capable of hanging 80, 90 points on you. They're averaging 91 points per game. So, uh, T-Money, they have quality wins, and they have got one of those wins on, on the road. Um, Their next three games are brutal. For, brutal. The Tennessee tomorrow night. Then they go at UCLA next thir- Thursday, mm-hmm. and then at USC. UCLA is currently ranked fifth. USC is currently ranked eighth. Yep. So may- maybe maybe we catch them looking ahead. I hope. Uh, at at number five UCLA, at number eight USC. Back to back road games. They've got three road games in a row. Yeah, we just we need we- on, let's catch them looking ahead. Now I don't think that they will because these UCLA and USC game it comes after Christmas. So I would imagine this is kind of like okay, we got one more one more game before Christmas break, and then we'll we'll reconvene. I doubt that they're thinking about that UCLA USC game a ton since it's after Christmas, and I imagine they'll have a, a day or two break in there. I want to ask you this uh, about about this matchup, um, but I want to read Ken's message on the text box. It says, "Should Taylor get MVP consideration? Yes, if the NFL MVP voting was fair, and honest." Um, but in reality, no, since Derrick Henry didn't even get a top three finish last year, period. If he can't get a consideration, Taylor shouldn't either. I agree with you, Ken. I mean, the fact that Derrick Henry has not you know, won this award, that should have been like a co-winner. We saw that happen with the two quarterbacks uh, the time that Peyton Manning and, and Steve Manair split it. I think that was in 2004. The fact that Derrick Henry has not won one, or at least split one, is crazy to me. This it's just a quarterback award. Just go ahead and say it. It's a quarterback award. Um, Jennifer Moore says, I'm a little nervous about the Vols tomorrow night. They haven't played in a while, and I'm scared Arizona's going to come out swinging, and we won't be able to catch up. Do you think, this is a question I was going to ask you, Ben, do you think the 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 layover, the, the rest, the time not playing, you think that's going to benefit Tennessee or be an issue for, for Tennessee tomorrow night? Uh, I, I think it helps Tennessee. I, I I think it's good to have a, a mental break every now and then. It will have been, I guess it played last Tuesday, so it'll be eight days. I, I don't think that's a, a huge 
gap in between games, especially this time of year. I mean, November, December, I mean, there are weeks where you only play one game within a week. So this time of year, I don't think there's really any thought into it, at least from from my my perspective and in my opinion. Now, if it were SEC play and you go a week without playing, then, then I think that's a little different because once you get into the SEC play, you get into the rhythm of, of playing two games in a week. But I think this is good. Give give them a, a mental break, um, you know, reconfigure things. And there, there's some guys that are banged up. Josiah with his, his finger. Folky has still got his thumb patched up. And I'm Lord knows what else he's dealing with. Uh, so so you've had some guys banged up that, that you need and can hopefully get healthier for, for this next two-game stretch, this little two-game stretch right here between – Arizona and Alabama, and uh, I, I think it helps them. Uh, Ramrod, give me a shout, man. Um, it's going to be in Knoxville tomorrow. Looking for a single ticket. Give me, email me, man. Please go to the app. Email me because I just had someone reach out yesterday uh, via Twitter, and um, they have a single ticket that they want to give you. Well, they was they were giving me the single ticket for me to give to someone that wants it and needs it. So um, I'll try to coordinate that, but email me. I just sent the message to the gentleman on on Twitter that uh, offered the single ticket up. So let's see if we can get you taken care of and get you set for for the game. What do you think of the break? I don't think it helps us. I don't don't think it helps. I I just think that um, I think playing is – the more you play, I think the better that you get as far as chemistry. You, you have a lot of new new faces, new pieces on this team. Uh, you got Kenny Chandler, you got Zakai Ziegler, uh, you know Justin Powell. You got the new post players. Like you got a lot of new. And I think the more you play, the better. And I don't think the eight day layoff is 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 helpful. Do now, you think there's anything to the fact that Arizona has played two games since Tennessee's last two games, and now have to? travel out to the East Coast? I mean, do you think Tennessee could have fresher legs? They could. We could. They could. I think we'll learn a lot in the first first five minutes. You know, Tennessee just always seems to be like the counterpuncher in these games. You know, they, they, they go in with their hands up and don't really swing. Like our, our last big matchup, I turned on TV and – so like, oh, of course we're down early. Like if, it feels like we find ourselves always down early, and then having to claw and scratch back in the game. Um, and there's no reason why that should be the case on on tomorrow, because Thompson Bowling Arena is one of the best venues in college basketball. Top five in sales, top five in attendance. Excuse me, and there should be 21,000 folks, loud, rowdy, and there's going to be so much energy pumping through that arena where our team should not have an excuse for not starting fast. Like, you have the, the in-game DJ or the in-game hype man, your favorite, Ben. You shouldn't even need him. You shouldn't even need him tomorrow. Come on, Vaughn Nation. No, it's not, it's not him. It's not what he says. It's the fact that they have the mic turned up as loud as possible. Come on, Vaughn Nation. Just turn 
the mic down. Get up. Turn the mic down just a notch. That's all I want for Christmas this Orange. week. That is all what? I want. <laughs> And, and if we could get rid of that stupid chant, that'd Why? be nice too. I mean, that, that's as much as the, <laughs> the, the one that Why? we do for football as well. Why? 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 V. So cool. Who wants t-shirts? Get up. You want t-shirts? I like the V-O-L-S one. I just the orange and the white. Like, what is this, high school? Yeah. Listen. I, I like the in-game hype man. I, I, I like really do. him. I just want them to turn his mic down to where it doesn't blow out everybody's eardrum in the entire arena. My point is you shouldn't need him that much in this game. No. Now, if you want to give out some T-shirts, I'm all for that. But you shouldn't need someone to hype you up during this game, this matchup. This is a top 10 opponent coming in, and our team is capable of beating them, and they're capable of beating us by 20. And so, shouldn't need the in-game hype, man. I need to sit closer to the floor, man, so I can get some of those T-shirts. You go ahead. Blow out your eardrum. Orange. White. Michigan State player had 50. Against who? Because they're playing Florida, in the gym. Is that Florida Gulf Coast? That's Florida Gulf Coast. Looks like they're playing the Seattle Seahawks. I think that's Florida Gulf Coast. Uh, Florida Gulf Coast is actually really good. The women's team. So, Michigan State player had 50. She dropped 50. That's impressive. That is very impressive. They're good. Step back. Jumpers. She was doing it all, man. Saw Ray Burrell yesterday. And still lost. (laughs) They still lost Florida Gulf Coast. You saw Ray Burrell? Mm -hmm. She didn't have a brace on. When's she playing, man? I don't know. C-Mac is... um, Looking forward to watching watching her play. This is like his little crush. That's cute, isn't it? It is kind of cute. 865-255-03. Hour 2 will continue after this. While the other guys are taking guesses, the Swain event is taking you behind the scenes and in the huddle every morning from 7 to 10, right here. Fellas, when it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do, though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Go to Mark Nelson Denim. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody Trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com.
Voted best barbecue in City View Magazine and a top 100 barbecue restaurant in the country, Dead End is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering and local delivery with valet gourmet. That's right, you can have Dead End brought to you. Can't think of the spread for your next event? Get Dead End to cater it. Check them out online, deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. More and more Tennessee businesses are switching to Iris Networks for reliable, local, high-quality, high-speed business fiber internet. Iris provides direct internet access from 10 megs to 10 gigs with no payments for 90 days. Iris also offers next-generation business phones with work-from-anywhere capability from the mobile or laptop app. With local sales, support, and service, Iris is a partner in the community. Learn more at irisnetworkusa.com or call 865-448-IRIS. Iris Networks, a Tennessee business connecting Tennessee businesses. You don't have to take an L just because you can't listen to the Swain event live. You can catch up on the podcast posted daily on the app, online, and on iTunes. Number two is brought to you by Action 247, Tennessee's only legal sports book. TN Action on Twitter is where you can find them. And uh, they're a great follow. If you love to bet, they are your go-to right here in the state of Tennessee. And the promotion for today at TN Action 247 on Twitter, the promotion for today we have a couple games for Tuesday night football, and we're not mad about it. You can bet $50 on a single game parlay for the Rams versus Seahawks, and Action will give you a free $25 bet to use during the game. During the game. Bet $50 on a single game parlay. Rams, Seahawks, get a free $25 bet to use during the game. Also, you can double your deposit by using the promo code Swain Event, and they will double your first deposit up to $800, folks. $800, they will d- double your deposit. 
Action247. Again, use the promo code Swain Event. Who are you taking in the Seahawks game? I got the Rams cover. Seahawks are trash this year. Yeah, I got the Rams to cover. We'll I think- talk about bad football teams. The Seahawks are a bad football team. Yep. Yep, it's just it's weird, man. You know, two years ago, the Bears were in the, in the playoffs. I mean, last year, the Bears were in the playoffs barely. Didn't do anything. And now, four and eight. It's okay, my eight. team didn't either. Four and eight. And, you know, Seahawks, not too long ago, was uh, a team consistently being in the playoffs. And they're just they're just garbage right now. <laughs> I mean, just terrible. Um, so, I got the Rams covering because I feel like the new pieces and Von Miller – Odell Beckham Jr., Matthew Stafford did not turn the football over last week against the Cardinals. Cooper Cup is unguardable. He might be the best receiver in the league this year. This year. He's good. This individual season. He's he's I mean, he's, he's been as good as as anybody, if he, if not better than everybody. Yeah, more catches and yard touchdowns. I mean, he's been he's been f- fantastic. And then you got uh, the emergence of Van Jefferson, stud, who's who's been great, and then you got Odell, who bum. Hey, he he's been it's amazing. He's been quiet. There's no drama because he plays for a team that's oh, good. Just give it some time. This was the same same thing we heard when he got to Cleveland. Oh, look how quiet Odell is now. Look 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 at Odell. That what happened? Boom! It blew up. Just give it time. Odell will Odell. Hey man, he was quiet the whole time until Daddy until Daddy put out that uh put out that video that, that video and that, <laughs> hey man that was smart. I would have done the same thing. Get your butt out of there. Make them release you. Now you can go to where you want to go and look where he is now. But there was drama stirring before that video surfaced from his dad. There, there were talks about Odell being frustrated with with Baker. He should have been. I mean, I, I I get it, but it's not like Odell has a, a a great track record of being right in these situations. Well, he was right in this one. Uh, get like I said, give it some time, and it'll blow up in their face. Yeah, we'll see. Odell will Odell. A we'll zebra see. does not change its stripes. We'll see. Odell is a very talented player. He has made some very fun catches in his career, but he's he he really puts the diva and diva for receivers. Oh yeah, I know yeah. all receivers are divas, but he's like a top notch diva. Well, the Ram, the Rams looks like they're getting settled in with with their additions, and then you look at the Seahawks' offensive line; they have they haven't blocked anybody in years. And you're going up against Aaron Donald coming off a three sack game. You got Leonard Floyd on the outside. You got Von Miller on the other side. Uh, Jalen Ramsey should be back. <laughs> I mean, um, I just don't see how the Seahawks will score a lot of points. And I don't see how the Seahawks are going to stop the Rams from covering um, the seven-point spread. Now, I have it here on, on action. I think it was a six-and-a-half-point spread that I have on action, but it might have been seven. I put all my bets in, like, late late last night and, like, fell asleep. Um, i pull it up right now. And, 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 and look, if, if you want to get in on the, the Titans action pretty early, you can go ahead and tighten up. The boys are back at Nissan Stadium to take on the 49ers on Thursday Night Football. And if you bet $100 on the spread, Swain, you get a free $50 bet automatically. That's, that's, that's strong. 
That's strong right there. What 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 will will Jawan have a big homecoming? Is he is he gonna he gonna really, try? You know is that he, is, is he gonna toy with the hearts of of Vol fans? You know he's going to try. You know the the Titans with the loss of Pittsburgh and and the Colts beating the Patriots. It I mean it's it's lemon booty time. It really is. So the the spread for the Rams Seahawks game the Rams minus seven. So I took the Rams to cover that. I took the Rams to cover. Tighten up. Tighten up. Tighten up. <laughs> 49ers have been playing some good football lately, too. Heck yeah, man. They're one of the hottest teams in the league right now. They got rid of Jalen Hurd and started playing Jawan Jennings, and they got better. I ain't messing with you. I ain't messing with you. You know Jawan Jennings will try to have his best game of his NFL career at home against the Tennessee Titans. You know he's going to try. It's going to be fun to watch him. Go out there and compete. Will he score a touchdown? I say yes. There, there's no way he does not score a touchdown against the Titans in his hometown. I think he will. I mean, in the red zone, he's he's a, he's a big target, and um, that's where he is. That's where he scored the touchdowns. He's not. He's he has not scored a touchdown outside the red zone that I've seen. So when the when the um, Niners get to the red zone, they're getting the ball to Debo Samuel from the backfield, or they throwing it up to Juwan Jennings. I say yes. I say yes. Check it in the text box. Uh, let's see. <laughs> being, a, being a good coach involves coaching and managing a program. Penny can't do either. I love the Memphis-Tennessee game, but... It is also good to take a break every now and then. Tennessee can't continue to deal with Penny. It is a no-win for Tennessee right now to continue things as long as he is there. I agree. Uh, Kevin says, Penny Kiffin, same blank, different coach. Chip asks, do you think Tennessee-Memphis game is beneficial to Tennessee basketball? No. I do not think it's beneficial to Tennessee basketball. I just think it is beneficial to Tennessee and Memphis basketball fans. It's this is good for the fans. But playing Memphis is not beneficial to Tennessee because you don't need Memphis. You can recruit inside of Memphis without playing Memphis or beating Memphis. You don't, you don't have to anymore. Rick Barnes have, has an established track record of developing, developing players. So you have to ask yourself, if you're a player from Memphis, do you want to play on an AAU team? Or do you want to be developed to go to the, the NBA? If you want to play AAU, then you can you can go to Memphis. But if you want to be developed by someone that has a track record, then cool. But if you want to play for a coach that got cool shoes and you know is a is a is a legend, and you you get caught up in that, then go for it. Then go for it. Different player will have different different reasons. Eight six five two hundred fifty five oh three. DC Vol fan says whenever offensive line depth is discussed, no one talks about William Parker Griffin. I thought when he signed, there were multiple people saying that he was a good get. Uh, was he more of a project, or is he not progressing like those people who were excited about him thought he would? I haven't heard one way or the other, quite frankly. Um, 
I, I wouldn't freak out just yet. He's a freshman this year. His father passed away not too long ago as he was arriving to Tennessee, if I remember correctly. So I, I, I wouldn't freak out just yet. I, I have not heard one way or the other, but I can ask about that today and revisit it. Yeah, I think it's early, man. I mean... I, I was a, a big fan of his coming out of that signing class. I mean, I, I thought he he's going to be... I, I mean, I still I haven't heard anything to believe that he's not going to contribute. Like, there there's a couple of reserve offensive linemen currently playing for Tennessee that you knew right off the bat were never going to play for Tennessee. And, and three, four years later, folks are still wondering why they're not playing. Like, William... Parker Griffin doesn't fall under that category. I, I still have high hopes for him. I mean, Nick Saban legitimately wanted him, and, and Tennessee was able to land him. So I, I haven't heard anything to the contrary that that he's that he's a bust or anything. Man, he's a, he's, he's a he was a freshman, and there's plenty of time. Not every freshman's going to come in and be ready to play first year, or maybe even even the second year. So. Um, if he went to Alabama, he wouldn't have been playing right off anyways. And there's some of the best players that we've seen in Tennessee history. They didn't come in playing year one. So there's still, still, still young, still early for the young man. Still early. All right, let's see what else is here on text box. Cash Vall says he was a true freshman. Why is anyone concerned? Oh, yeah, no reason to be concerned. No reason to be concerned. I mean, I think it's a fair question. I mean, he was one of the more talked about recruits in that class, and you haven't really heard much of anything, if if anything, about him all year long. I mean, it's a fair question. Yes, fair, fair question. No, re- no, hey, no reason not to ask the question. It's all definitely okay to ask the question, but there's also no reason to to feel like. Um, that he's not going to be a contributor and, and to forget about him just because he didn't come in his first year and play or start. So um, I'm, just, I'm just used to, and I know times are a little bit different, but I'm just used to guys coming in and, you know, getting used to being a student athlete and, you know, getting used to um, the, the, the competition. Because not every high school prepares a player coming in the same. Some guys – Need more time than, than others to physically um, acclimate, to mentally, emotionally, get used to how everything is different. So there's still time. There's still time. All right, let's see what else is here on the text box. Uh, Vol Freak 04 says, Ben said the receivers are the, div- are the divas in football. Is he calling Swain a diva? Um, as a player, I was. You were? I was a wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Obviously, he was our, our our divas. Now, Brett Smith was not a diva. I mean, he just he just went to work every single day. Didn't really didn't really talk much on the football field. Just you know, he he didn't he didn't call much much of an issue. wasn't too vocal. But I wasn't like a team. Splitter or anything like that as a diva, but yeah, I mean, skill position players, 
tend to be divas, man. Got to make sure you get the towel in the right place. Your spat got to be looking good. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of part of it. It's kind of part of it. Uh, King Vol 300 says, the for what goes uh, for what goes to Le'Veon Bell for calling out Jake Paul to a boxing match. Um, Ben, I know you, you want to see that, don't you? Yes. You want to see Le'Veon Bell get them hands. Yes. Tell me your NFL career is over without telling me your NFL career is over, Le'Veon. Go ahead. Go make you some more trash music. Go ahead. And go catch those hands from Jake Paul. I hope Jake Paul just plum knocks him out the way he did this weekend. Le'Veon doesn't want those problems. Le'Veon tweeted at, tweeted at Jake Paul, fight me. Stop trying to fight people who can't box. Uh, Le'Veon Bell just got released by the Ravens. You mean tell me he's been training to box the moment he stopped? And you need longer than that. Like Jake he, he Paul has been, he he's been training for a couple of years now to be a real boxer. At first, it was just, you know, we're going to box, we're just talking some trash, and, you know, he's, you know, internet star, YouTube star. But Jake Paul has gotten real serious about boxing, and he trains at it. He's actually pretty good at it when it comes to fighting guys like, you know, Tyron Woodley and, and, and Nate Robinson, it's actually a, a, a mismatch. Like, Bell, you need at least a year to go train before you get into the ring with Jake Paul. So Le'Veon Bell about to get himself hurt, to be honest. And that's the thing that's, that's no one's talking about, about these celebrity boxing matches, is boxing is a dangerous sport. Like there's been there's people that have died in the ring, professionals, guys who have trained for years and years and years, have went into the ring, got hit, got beat up, and died. Like this is not some fraternity boxing match where you put on some huge gloves and you, you know, you try to avoid not having a fist fight, so you put on some boxing gloves and you just have a good time. You can get your head knocked off. Like, this is not a game. And guys like Frank Gore and Deron Williams and, and Le'Veon Bell just going to hop into the ring and just think you're just going to, you know, just, just box for a check. This is a dangerous, dangerous sport. So I hope these guys understand how serious this is. Uh, I know real boxers, guys that have put their heart into boxing, kind of look at these, you know, celebrity boxing matches going, man, these dudes have no idea. No idea. But yeah, go ahead, Le'Veon Bell. Get out there and um, be the next person. Gets laid out. Go ahead, little boy. Uh, Vaughn Birmingham says, I want that Jake Paul Mike Tyson fight. Jake has been pushing for. And um, that is that is a fight I might pay some money to see. That is that is a fight I would pay. For nah, sure. we'll, we'll split it. No, we'll split that for sure. That, that, see, that's the key to to watching these fights. You got to find three or four people to come over and I'll split it. Then all of a sudden, that seventy dollars is not seventy dollars. We'll split that one for sure. Um, on the text box, Tangerine says, "Define diva for me." Dramatic. 
I don't think I was a diva then because I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't think you were a diva. No, I don't think I was a diva as a, as a wide receiver. I don't really think Meach, Brett, or me was really much of of a diva. Now somebody might say otherwise who played with me, but I don't think I was. I you just, weren't a diva. I don't think we were divas divas at all. When I think of diva, I think of T.O. I think of Antonio Brown. I think of Odell Beckham Jr. And I'm I'm sure I could keep going if I really sat here and think about it. So the definition is someone that is a self-important person who is temperamental and difficult to please. That wasn't us because I I don't remember one time where Meech or Brett or myself ever, like, got onto the quarterback that we wasn't getting the ball. Or, like, be on the sideline mad and vocal and and, uh, displaying our displeasure for not getting the ball. Not one time. Yeah, y'all weren't a diva. So, I'll take that back. Not not literally every receiver is a diva. But the stereotype, the stigma surrounding receivers are that they are divas. Mm -hmm. DK Metcalf has had a moment here or there where he was labeled a diva. Mm -hmm. It happens. It it happens. It happens. Rodney Nostel says uh, the next meme. Oh, yeah. Le'Veon Bell will be on the next meme. Yes. If he gets out there and fights Jake Paul. Alex says a uh, boxer died in fraternity uh, tournament a couple years ago. Tell him, man, he's supposed to just jumping in the ring think it's a game. It is dangerous, and you better know what you're doing. You better have some training or you're going to get yourself knocked out permanently. Who is the best receiver in the Caleb Webb? Class of 22 class, not named Squirrel White. Caleb Webb, I think he's going to be a stud. I like that one. And, and I also really like Cam Miller. I, I I think he's going to be, I think he is underrated and somewhat forgotten about because he committed somewhat early. And didn't play a um, junior year. Junior year because of COVID, because that area canceled high school football. And he's so. not flashy. He, he he's not he's not flashy. He, he reminds me of Jawan Jennings, not necessarily in terms of personality, but in terms of style of receiver. Just a tough nosed kid that is not gonna run past you or you know just out athlete you, but he's gonna out physical you. Uh, Jake Paul fighting non-boxers has hyped up his name. Why are people calling him a great boxer? He hasn't fought a pro boxer. Uh, I mean, Jake Paul was a was a was a non-boxer at at, at one point, and um, I ain't calling him a great boxer. I mean, he, he he's fought he's fought a bunch of dudes that are not pro boxers. I I agree with you there. Mad County Ball. Each knockout for him though. It legitimizes him a little bit more. Like now, I'm starting to take him a little more serious after this weekend. I mean, I think it's easy to do that. I still think it's a show, but I, I, I understand. That's the, like, like that's that's the natural reaction is to take him more serious with the knockouts. But it's like, who are you knocking out though? Like, you're knocking out another non-professional boxer. Yes, that's fair. Like that's what you should do. If, you know, if you've been if you've been working on your craft for a longer amount of time. And you're going to be against someone who has not. You're supposed to do that. I want to see what he does versus a professional boxer. I know the solution. What? We fly him to Knoxville 
and we put him in a ring with Andy. Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Be right back. What is coming up on the Swain event? Out-of-town law firms have been swarming into East Tennessee lately. Firms from Memphis, Chattanooga, and Birmingham have stormed into the area. Wouldn't you rather do business with a local law firm? You know, a true neighbor. Marcos Garza and the pros at the Garza Law Firm are just that. They are our neighbors and friends that support local causes year-round. The Garza Law Firm works to serve you professionally on criminal matters, injuries and accident matters, and Social Security and disability filings. The Garza Law Firm is here for you at GarzaLaw.com. The Garza Law Firm, let us help. Hey there, Swain Event listeners. I'm excited to share my new Keller Williams Realty app so you can tour homes without leaving yours. Not only can you search for homes in specific areas and neighborhoods, you can also have access to real-time market snapshots on stats like average home price and days on market, plus commute times from your office, school zones, and much more. Download my app today and get the most accurate information on buying, selling, and investing in real estate in your area. Just search for the Keller Williams Realty app and click on more in the lower right-hand corner. Type in Jennifer Morris in the Your Agent search bar, then save and you're set. And as always, feel free to reach out at 865-257-7897 or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. There is no better restaurant in town to enjoy the madness of March with. Cheer on the Vols and the Lady Vols with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. If you're coming to Knoxville and need a place to stay, do yourself a favor and book a room at Hampton Inn Paper Mill, also known as the Hampton on the Hill. This award-winning property is literally in the top 5% of all Hampton Inn properties. The GM, Stephen Lawrence, is a good old local boy who grew up in the business around Knoxville. He and his staff are always available, always willing to help, and will go above and beyond for their guests. The newest Hampton Inn in Knoxville has clean, affordable rooms, flat screens, fridges, and microwaves in every room. Plus, breakfast is included in every rate. Not to mention, there's also a pool and fitness center on site. If it wasn't so close to amazing restaurants, bars, and shopping, you would never want to leave. At only six miles from campus, you're still right in where the Big Orange Action is. Go to HamptonInn.com, search Knoxville, and book your room at the Hampton Inn Paper Mill or call 865-693-5400. There are articles and news stories that you read about the things that people do. And when you're reading those and you start to shake your head, you start to scratch your head a little bit, you get confused, you don't understand why. You start to ask questions, but really, there's only one question that matters. What is that question you may ask? For what?
time to point out some silliness. We do that during our For What segment, and Ben has us covered today, and it is a good one. LeVar Ball, please come to the front of the congregation once again. <laughs> I know this is a familiar territory for you, but today you get an attaboy, sir, or a For What, I should say. I mean, you get an attaboy for having two ballers in the league betting on yourself. I respect it. I respect it. But, 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 you done did it again. You couldn't keep your mouth shut. Couldn't help himself. Saying that LaMelo, who plays for the Charlotte Hornets, which is owned by the GOAT, Michael Jordan, said that LaMelo doesn't need advice from Michael Jordan. And asked, when is the last time he won a championship? Uh, This was in an interview. This article doesn't really do a good job of explaining where the interview is. Uh, But he said, how often does he seek out advice from Michael Jordan? Never. What advice he going to give him? You tell me what advice he going to give him. When is the last time he won a championship? And the game has changed. What's he going to tell him? Now, I, I, I do agree that the game has changed significantly. But you don't think that he can't offer any advice on, on how about just simply conducting yourself as a professional and, and preparing and training and, and being a good teammate, being a leader? I mean, he has no advice to offer. The greatest None? basketball player ever can't give you any 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 advice, Lamar Ball. And and maybe I'm crazy, but I feel like six championships outweighs the fact that he has not won one in over twenty years. Lamar Ball, man, you 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 would have. I would have thought he would have learned a lesson. From how he he handled uh, Lonzo and things that he you know said, uh, just some pretty out of pocket things. I mean, throwing a little shade at LeBron at one point. Um, how he conducted himself when his son was with the with the Lakers. You would think that he had learned a lesson, and the crumbling of the big baller brand would have humbled him a little bit. But no. And listen, I'm still a LeVar Ball fan. I'm a fan. He took three sons and turned them into NBA players. And people lose sight of that. I wish my dad would have put me in that position. Now, he does say some crazy stuff, but... Let's not lose sight of a, of, of a father being there and hand, you know and, and, and motivating and pushing and their kids to be great. I'm I'm a fan of that, but I'm not a fan of his latest comment on Michael Jordan. That's just crazy. That's just crazy. He's lost it again. Has lost it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been a while, man. It has been a while since he's been in the news, so. It was time. It was time. It was time. Folks forgot about me. I need to say something crazy. <laughs> Stay in your lane. The only thing, 
Whitlock expert in is snacks. <laughs> I remember we said that on Cal on Calhurt. Oh man, I was rolling. He he is the in terms of what comments are like the the just off the wall bizarre comments. He he is the Donald Trump of the basketball world. Like fake news, sad, huge. Just like like they, that's the type of Lavar <laughs> comments that, that he makes. Eight six five. I ain't touching that. Eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three. But Lavar is always on that man. Always on that. Um, <laughs> Matt County Vol, you ain't slick, Ben. Says I'm dying, Ben. You are you are petty. Andy would demolish Jake Paul, and you know it. <laughs> Uh, Chip Payne says, Swain, when are you going to give your answer about which coach should get coach of the year in the SEC? Should be hype, should be hypo simply because he took a, a team with 70 scholarship players to a winning season. Hmm. I'm sorry, I can't put Josh Hypo number one as coach of the year. I can't do it. I can't do it. I I will put him over Sam Pittman though. I think what Josh Heupel did this this year was more impressive than what Sam Pittman did this year. What Sam Pittman did in the last two years is very impressive. But if I'm taking just this year, I thought Josh Heupel did did more than what Sam Pittman did. I thought it was more impressive. More impressive. But. I can't put Hypo number one. I can't give him the award when you have, you know, two teams that only lost one game all season long and playing the college football playoff. I just can't do it. Hour two is in the books. Hour three coming up. <laughs> 